baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, Jordana put up with you for one week, Tim, and now she's sitting to hell with it. She's out again. I don't know what you said to her. What is going on between you two? That's what, the heck with the uh, movie reviews. Let's I find out what's think, going on there. I didn't think the conversation was too intense. I didn't either. Week. I sensed a little tension there, know. but I thought you guys would bury the old hatchet. No, I'm kidding. Jordana's uh, we'll off. Find out next week. Off all week. <laughs> yeah, next week it'll be her and not me. So, like, Jor and I are fine. Yeah. We're fine. One of these days it'll be all three of us again. Um, there you go. Tim Lammers. We love talking to Tim. He joins us Fridays uh, to review a couple of things. And let's start out with this one, um, the theatrical release. Uh, let's hear a little of this, and then we'll get into it, because uh, it's a great concept. ISS. Let's hear a little of this. Oh, the ISS being the International Space Station. This is a great, uh, great plot here. How Does it live up to it? Well, yes and no. I mean, you're right. It is a great plot, because I can't recall seeing something like this before. You have three American astronauts. You have three Russian cosmonauts aboard the ISS. And there is some tension there. You can feel it between the two, and I think it's just cultural differences. And then all of a sudden they spot below. It looks like at first, oh, wow, that's a volcano going off. And it's like boom, 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 boom. And they finally realize uh, after being there's communication from the ground that there's a nuclear conflict going on between the U.S. and Russia. Mm. And the idea for them aboard the, the ISS is to take it by any means necessary, which means people could die. Um, you know, and that's where the fascination to me really sort of ended. Yes, I, I like the refreshing premise. And yes, the director, Gabriella Copperwick, she really creates this tense, claustrophobic atmosphere because you never realize how crowded the ISS is right. until, you know, and I'm only hoping that they, they looked into details here. But, you know, ultimately the movie feels hopeless and depressing to me because, okay, so you get control of the ISS. What are you going to do with it? Does it fire nuclear weapons? I mean, obviously not. I mean, what, what advantage do yeah, you what... have by having this in your control. The other thing is, since communication is out with the ground, since the internet is out, and God knows online controls everything these days, yeah. the ISS is falling out of orbit. And what do they fall if they if they do manage to escape it? Where are they going to return to? Yeah, I mean it's a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's horrible. It's it's depressing. So yeah, it's it, so it. I love the idea, but I just don't like where it goes. Yeah, you know, you you just proved me wrong that I thought, yeah, it was a great concept, but you're right. Like if, if what are you what are you controlling it for if there's nothing else to control it for? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you could just poke holes in the plot all over the place. So so there are six of these, you know, three astronauts, three cosmonauts. Yeah. You would think that they all have a different function aboard this thing to keep it afloat. And you know, it's not like a ship where you got the ship's wheel. How do you control it? Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I, I I like it that they they go down this road, and you're wondering, well, what what is the point really of all of it? It seems like a non-starter. You know, like I say, if they get out and and they take the Soyuz rocket home, and that's the interesting thing. The only way that American can get there now is via the Soyuz, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't even know if this was in production when you know Russian the Russians invaded Ukraine, right? right? Yeah. What is what is the status right now with American astronauts aboard the ISS? Are the Russian cosmonauts on there? What is the tension like? Yeah. Do we still hitch rides on the Soyuz because we're supporting Ukraine in the war? Right. So, you know, yeah, there are a lot of different thought-provoking things here. Some of them have to do with the movie. Some don't. But uh, I guess what's the, the, that's the point of this movie. It kind of gets us thinking. What would happen if this really happened in real life? Is there a mandate that you need to take control? Or is there a mandate that you work together no matter if the conflict is between the two countries? So, yeah, very fascinating in that respect. But as a movie, Meh. in the dead of winter, kind of depressing. Okay. Uh, let's get to this one because I watched this uh, on Monday, the day after it came out. Uh, it's the new uh, latest, uh, I think, fourth season of True Detective after a couple of years off. True Detective Night Country starring Jodie Foster. Let's hear. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I watched it. I thought it was fantastic. I love yeah. the mood of it, the darkness of it. Uh, the best thing about it, I love ones where there's like so many questions where, oh boy, I don't even know where to start here and trying to figure this out, hoping that right. obviously those questions will be answered as the season progresses. But I, so far, I'm fully on board. What do you think? Yeah, oh, I, I agree, Adam. And the thing is, is that I didn't see the three previous seasons of True Detective. This is my first season that i'm actually watching now the good thing is this is an anthology series like fargo where there are different stories every season different characters etc here we have jodie foster she's a sheriff of this small town or whatever it is in uh alaska they just entered the night 24 7 phase right and and uh, this, th- there are a bunch of people, guys, that disappear from this research facility. The only thing they find is a disembodied tongue. Yep. And there's another um, a, a trooper who's, who wants to open an old case because in that case, a woman was stabbed several times and they cut out her tongue. So she thinks they're connected. She thinks this is a way to help solve that old murder case. And obviously, these two cases are connected. Jodie Foster, the biggest question I have of her is, why is she wearing the Viking sweatshirt? <laughs> yes, she's got the Viking sweatshirt on. That's right. You know, is it going to be explained? Is she from Minnesota? She mentioned she's a fantasy football fan. Yeah, totally Maybe in a fantasy you know, football. She's yep. wearing it on behalf of Justin Jefferson. Who knows? Um, but, uh, no, she's fantastic. The whole cast is. But you cannot go wrong with Jodie Foster. She is brilliant in this um, series she's brilliant in the recent movie uh, that's on Netflix, Nyad. 
which he probably yep. will get a Best Supporting Actress nomination for. So uh, one other thing that I must point out about it, Alexandria, Minnesota native John Hawks yep. stars in the series as well. Now, John Hawks was uh, nominated for a Supporting Actor Oscar for uh, Winter's Bone, which got Jennifer Lawrence her nom- first nomination, and he was in Three Billboards out, uh, outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Great actor. So I love the Minnesota stuff in it. But it is, and it reminds me of Minnesota today because it looks like it's really cold and yeah. dank and dark, doesn't it? Yes, and the I've, I don't have the actress's name, but the actress who plays the other detective, the uh, the Native American woman, she's fantastic too. And yeah. it's uh, there's a lot there that uh, was very intriguing that I... I can't believe you haven't seen any of the other seasons of True Detective. You know, I wanted to. Oh, you got you know, just the first one. When it started, just, yeah, yeah. Just watch the first one with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. That one was brilliant. Second season was laughably bad with uh, Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell. And I can't, right. the third one, uh, Mahar- Mahershala Mahar- Ali is yes. in the third one. Yeah. And I, I can't remember that one. I don't think it was as good as the certainly as the first season, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, hoping for a rebound here, and it sure seems that way. But yeah, it's um, I can't wait. It's one of those. And again, we've talked about this too, Tim. And I don't know how you feel about it, as opposed to whether or not you get a uh, like a dump on Netflix where you get all the episodes and you can watch them all at once. You can binge it, or the old one we're releasing this one episode at a time, week to week. And yeah. I gotta say, I still like it that way better because I love being able to marinate on a show for a week. And getting excited to uh, to see it, whether it's Sunday or even or even on Monday, I I like it that way. I guess I'm old fashioned that way. Well, I you know yeah, it's called appointment TV, where it's like yes. okay, Mayor of Easttown also aired on Max, yep. formerly HBO Max, and it was that same sort of feel. I think that this this series Night Country is comparable to Mayor of Easttown mm-hmm. in a way. Callie Reese is the name of the actress you're thinking of, yep. who is the co-lead in this, and John Hawks. Uh, so smaller cast right to start. Again, the story is going to unfold. Maybe we're going to find out that Jodie Foster's character is from Minnesota, Liz Danvers. <laughs> Maybe not. Who knows? But, again, that, that immediately piqued my interest. So, <laughs> But, yeah, it, it, it is great to sit there and wait and anticipate and like you say, marinate. Wait, anticipate, marinate. Yes, Adam. There very you good. Go. Um, Trademark to, that. To, yeah, to, to, and that's that's the magic of these sorts of series. And again, I think that the one that's most comparable to this series before on Max is uh, Mayor of Easttown. But again, maybe if I see, I, I will see the first season of True Detective too to see what's you know how that is. Oh yeah, it's very good. In fact, I might watch that again. It's so good. Um, it's uh, award season of Palooza. We've had the Golden Globes. We've had the Critics' Choice Awards. We've had the yep. Emmys. Now the BAFTA nominations are out, and boy, it sure seems like it's Oppenheimer's year. It really does. I mean, Oppenheimer won for Best Picture at the Critics' Choice Awards, which I, I vote on, and Christopher Nolan won. And, um, you know, I think it's also the holdovers year, though, too, because yep. they did quite well with uh, both Divine, Divine Joy Randolph and uh, Paul Giamatti winning uh, CCAs. The BAFTA nominations are different, though, because now we're getting where that and the Screen Actors Guild, they're very selective. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting five, six, seven, or six or seven nominees now. You're only getting five. They got a cutoff. So for Best Picture... 
Barbie was not a part of that, which casts into doubt whether it really is going to. Yeah, I think it'll be nominated for Best Picture for the Oscars because they can nominate 10. 10, right. But, you know, when you have Lily Gladstone not making the cut from Killers of the Flower Moon, you have to wonder, well, now that the industry people are voting on this stuff and there seems to be a little imbalance with the way that, you know, these SAG Awards and the BAFTAs are shaking out, it's going to be interesting to see next Tuesday, you know, who's included and who isn't included in the Oscar nominations. We may have to have you on Tuesday when that happens. That usually uh, comes out in the morning, I'm right? Pretty much planning on it. Good. So uh, I'll get it together with Dave, yeah, because next Tuesday it's, it's going to be the big day. So Lily Gladstone so, uh, did not get nominated for a BAFTA, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. I haven't and seen the know, movie, but it's sure she's being widely praised for it. I think it might be the first major, they call it snub, and my, my dear late mentor Bill Carlson always talked about this. You can't really call it snub, like a, an action by a full body of people saying we're ignoring them. Yeah. For all we know, uh, the number five actress got 550 votes for best actress, and Lily Gladstone got 549. She could have missed it by a vote. Hmm. You know, I don't think it's as harsh as they make it sound, yeah. but... Again, it's a, com- it's a competition, yep. right? So, yeah, it'll be interesting next Tuesday. We'll talk to you Tuesday, Tim. Have a great weekend. Stay warm, sir. Thank you very much. I will. You too as well. And uh, thanks to you and thanks to Charlie for sitting in for Dave. You got it. There he goes. Tim right. Lammers, streaming and movie reviews brought to you by Brad Sean Bryant, personal injury attorney seeking justice for the injured. You can find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com and you can hear more from Tim at directconversations.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 